0: environment. Fire
1: Hey, welcome back to the air Environment. She's the environmental scientist, Aaron, and I'm and the he... urban pastor, Ur- Jamin. She knows all about landscaping. I only know concrete. So, we're going to talk about all what? kinds of things today that I know even less about. I think I'm mostly just going to be sitting here listening to Aaron talk for a good hour before I try to interject. We're talking about ecosystem systems no eco
0: ecosystem services
1: equal e- equal si- ecosystems
0: ecosystem
1: let's see i'm services. already dropping out of this conversation here now all right
0: see but Jamin, i promise you i penciled in little points to ask you questions that oh, way
1: uh, all right perfect you can participate yay i'll just sit back here and wait for that moment <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, my it's the very first one. So when I say ecosystem services, what in your brain comes to mind?
1: The magic school bus.
0: Mrs. Frizzle? Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, or maybe um, what's that one weird shop has all the random uh, stuff that you always want to buy, but like who would buy that in their right mind? sharper image so
0: like any any antique store oh yeah sharper image yeah they
1: they always had this little little glass ball with shrimp this big in it that was like supposed to be an ecosystem and i just wanted to own it to say i owned an ecosystem so that's that's about all that comes to my mind other than an episode on the magic school bus about the same thing sure
0: sure that makes sense um well if you don't know ecosystem services are the many benefits to uh, humans that are provided by the natural environment um, from healthy ecosystems. When an ecosystem is healthy and functioning, we get to reap the many benefits of nature. Um, so these benefits include things like crop pollination from like pollinators like bees, butterflies, whatever, clean air, water, and mental and physical well-being. So, these services are split into roughly four categories. Uh, provisioning, regulating, supporting, and cultural. So, I'm going to cover all of them separately. So, I'm going to talk about them specifically. The first one we're going to talk about is provisioning. And what do you think a provisioning service is, Jamin? A provisioning,
1: a provisioning service is when, when you make provisions for an Ecosystem. (laughs) So,
0: what does a provision to you mean?
1: Um, when you're providing in whatever form, may that be food or something else?
0: Yeah. So most people think of food in some way, because like provisions, you know. If it was the apocalypse, we'd be worrying about that. Um so yeah, like fruits, vegetables. Who says
1: it's not the apocalypse? I don't know, you know how what? it's going over there in Scotland right now.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. I but left it's my house. Weird times over
1: time. here, man. <laughs>
0: You're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah,
0: so so fruits, vegetables, trees, fish, livestock are directly available available to us from from the environment. So but, like, outside of this, like, we can also benefit, there can also be any benefit that can be extracted from nature, like drinking water, timber, natural gas, oils, plants that we make into clothes, like cotton, and, like, like other materials, um, like medicinal plants that we use to heal us, etc. Like, anything in the natural environment that we can um, basically consume in some way, that's a provisioning type of ecosystem service. Good, good. Um, Yeah. yeah. And the next would be regulating ecosystem service. Now, Jamin, I know I'm gonna ask you this every time because I really honestly want to know where where I'm starting. Uh, What do you think when I say regulating? Like what comes to mind, not even while ecosystems, when we're regulating something?
1: So a good ecosystem has balance to it if you have too many deer they'll eat all the rabbits or something so you need to get rid of some deer in order to balance it out which is why Erin just hunts them and guts them in her kitchen like a crazy person
0: well that deer came gutted I just butchered it (laughs) yeah the regulating uh services are one of the more like involved but it's basically any service that makes life possible so you're saying uh, so like, right?
1: First off, first
0: off, sort of. No, not at all. But uh, <laughs> like because it's a natural, <laughs> you'll like it towards towards the next part. So plants like can clean the air and filter the water, and there's like decomposition that comes from bacteria, and like I mentioned earlier, pollination, but from bees and other pollinators, insects, uh, and tree roots that prevent soil erosion all of these together can create a clean healthy and stable functioning ecosystems that are resilient to change so many like moderate natural phenomena that is provide to us is regulating i.e. pollination decomposition water for water for water purification erosions flood control carbon storage and climate regulations so like we've got like a nice top level and then uh, another like more surface level things that we can actually see, and have a like a more a benefit for. And then we have the next level down, which is supporting. So if regulating is a basic service, then what do you think supporting would be? So
1: like, so, like if the deer needs the deer some money needs so some he money can go buy rabbit buy instead rabbit of hunt, instead rabbit, of hunt rabbit, rabbit, you give the deer a few dollars i'm
0: absolutely loving this but no <laughs> urban best it's basically answers. it's basically all those systems that are that are lifting up the regulating system so um regulating is even more basic phenomena that that's provided for us then if regulating is basic phenomena that's providing for us then supporting is the larger naturally occurring phenomena so the fundamentals basically like photosynthesis so plants provide us air. That's a regulating thing. But without photosynthesis, which supports that, we wouldn't even have air to begin with. Like nutrient cycling, uh, how nitrogen like cycles through the environment or the water cycle, how it, how it will evaporate into clouds, rain come down the mountains, into the waters, and then over and over again. Like soil creation. Without these, the earth would not be able to sustain life at all, let alone whole ecosystems. So it's arguably the most important ecosystem service because without these services, the other three would not exist.
1: So it's kind of like so the clouds winding down money to support you.
0: Yes, the clouds that frequently yeah. rain money upon me yeah, in so my life. Yes, let's
1: just stay with my analogies here.
0: I have never once said, boy, I'm sure sad that those clouds don't exist because they're real and that's how I make
1: you're a nutcase. Facts are subjective today, Aaron. You can't just go around saying clouds are real. You don't know who you might offend.
0: <laughs> of the sentence that you picked, the clouds, sure, sure. Uh, so even though I did just say that supporting is arguably the most ecosystem ser- important ecosystem service, I intentionally left cultural for last because I feel like it has more of an impact on us um, mindfully than we then we realize um so i'm just gonna read a quote from the natural wildlife federation because it's very nicely worded and i'm not a wordsmith in this way
1: the only so federation i'm just gonna... i know of is from star wars and they sound evil i'm just gonna put it out there
0: Mm-mm. the federation is from star trek
1: oh yeah Mm-mm. Ooh! Don't tell the your
0: wife is a trekkie. Like not tell the that's
1: people that I messed that one up. Empire. I'm like, I was mm-hmm.
0: for. that's Tylar, very upset.
1: Pastor Tyler from our nerd church is watching right now. Don't
0: the United me. Federation of Planets. Don't like, say
1: what? Say anything. Just leave it <laughs> out. It's not important. Proceed. Tell us more about your evil ecosystems.
0: So cultural so- so ecosystem services, like as we in- interact and alter nature the natural world has altered around us. It has guided our cultural, intellectual, and social development by being a constant force in our lives. The importance of ecosystem services to the human mind can be traced back to the beginning of mankind with ancient civilizations, drawing pictures of animals, plants, and weather patterns on cave walls. A cultural service is a non-material benefit that contributes to the development and cultural advancement of people, including how ecosystems play a role in local, national, and global cultures. The building of knowledge and the spreading of ideas, creativity born from interactions with nature, like music, art, and architecture, and recreation. So this is an area where we consciously reap, I think we consciously reap the most benefit, like what society gets outside of its basics. Yeah. So the other three are like basic needs that we need to keep us alive. But cultural is basically just like us, like creating stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so all of this encompasses what I really want to talk about today. And we can talk about it as long as you want. Um, I bring these things up, Jamin, because I've been thinking about something for a while now that I want to pose to you as a pastor. But we've just been talking about how we as human beings reap, like, benefits from from nature and the ecosystem around us. However, doesn't nature just have a right to simply exist? Like, I just, like, we just, like, have to, like, oh, we need the services for ecosystems. But, like, do we really have to go out of our way? Even as scientists, because this is a scientific concept, like, do we really have to go out of our way to find benefits for ecosystems in order for them to just like exist?
1: So like when you say to exist, <laughs> you're if, mean like I, if to that exist? plant, if
0: that tree over there is just there and I am physically not actively looking for ways to benefit from that plant, it still has a right to be be there.
1: Yes.
0: I know this sounds like a crazy thing, but we build stuff all over the place all of the time. And there's, um, like there's places in the States and in Scotland and in the world where the only thing we do is be like, oh, well let's build something there. And then people go, oh, okay. And then you go, no, don't build things there. That's important. And they're like, well, I don't do anything personally with it. So let's just build things there. like. Like, as a race, we have to agree that nature itself has a right to just exist without us actively reaping a benefit from it.
1: So, like, from, like, a faith perspective, some might come along and be like, everything exists for me, and if it's there, I have power over it, and it's just all within my grasp, and God put it there for me. Is that kind of the mentality that yeah. you're fighting? Or do you mean that less from, like, a spiritual perspective?
0: I mean it from a spiritual perspective. yeah. Because okay. I can understand it from a logical one. Mm. Because yeah. we've talked about, like, how we have dominion over nature and we need to take care of it. But we haven't discussed whether or not, like, we can just, like, it just has a right to be there without us having to have to Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was there before we were there. So... <laughs> You know, if you were to take the creation narrative, we're all the way at the end of it. Uh, we're kind of the, the peak of creation, but all that other stuff exists before we come along. So, if it only existed for us, who was it for in those beginning days? If you were to kind of take that from a scriptural perspective. But even, and I know we've already done a whole episode on it, but the Bible's understanding a dominion isn't like... It's all yours, go and just destroy the Earth. It's more like, hey, the Earth is unkept here in the Garden of Eden. Everything's nice and pleasant, but the rest of the world's not quite like this. So as you multiply and you go out, keep taking care of it. I'm the landlord. You guys are my tenants. Make the rest of the world look like Eden so that the whole thing reflects me. Not just you as humans. But nature, animals, everything, having a, the way that I would take care of it, you take care of it. So nature has the right to exist without us bothering it. Um, If anything, nature should be able to flourish a little more if we come along with our ecosystem services in the correct way to implement and help it reflect even more am I blending right. am I blending what you're saying well enough <laughs>
0: I think so I don't know I'm trying to remember this um, I'm trying to remember this thing there's this concept in ecology where we all what we all have this field right mm-hmm. and we as human beings have to agree like the these like four farmers or whatever we have to agree how often we're going to use the field so, uh we've all agreed that we'll only use the field 1 day a week per farmer. Well, one guy is like, well, those other days aren't being used, so I'll just use it more. But then it destroys the field. Because he's not like he's not agreeing on the pre- the concept that we've set, but to him he's like, well, whatever, it's not being used. But it is being used, just not by us for those 3 days. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, like it doesn't exists to serve us nonstop it can exist on its own grounds as well right right yeah
0: ecosystem services are important because it's important for us to acknowledge what what we benefit from so climate breakdown affects every single one of these things like even in its most basic level it affects um the supporting services like the most so and regulating like i uh, put climate regulating in in the regulating services how the climate itself regulates how the ecosystem functions like climate breakdown we don't get these same benefits so these things that give us like essential life outside of our cultural which make us who we are as human beings they're still like it, we need to remember that they exist But we also need to remember that we don't have to reap benefits from things in order to, like, justify their existence. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's plenty of things that we don't even know and we'll Mm -hmm. never really know within nature, you know? Like, we still don't know everything that's at the bottom of the ocean. It just exists. It's there. Also,
0: the bottom of the ocean scares me. It's the most scary thing in my life.
1: I literally just finished a movie, (laughs) Uh, Leviathan. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Have you ever seen Alien? Yes. It's alien, but at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. So the Anyways, two most terrifying things I find are outer space and the bottom of the sea, because they're very unknown
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, areas. It's, it's kind of alien either way you look to it, because you don't, other than what planet it's from. But yeah, it's... Uh, right. Uh, but all that stuff exists down there. We don't know what it does. It's not our ecosystem and right. we have no control over it. It simply exists because God wants it to exist, even though we'll never know it or see it or anything like that. So sure. Or dinosaurs, if you would, right? We've we don't we never had this like impact on dinosaurs. Right.
0: We never had like impact or dominion over the T Rex. Yeah. Although <laughs>
1: Hang on, I'm gonna watch this movie. Whatever you're about to describe,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said. Although it would be very cool if we did.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> like, another example of nature existing without us and still, right? You know, has purpose. So
0: yeah, so like it's important as human beings to acknowledge the benefits we reap, but it's also important to like not have to reap them.
1: Sure. Yeah. Not everything is yep. for you. Correct Yeah
0: Yeah. that like yeah that's really what I wanted to get at because I keep thinking about It and I I keep ha- feeling like I have to argue with people That Like it just has a right to be there Like I don't have to like if, if there's no like nice place to walk in that Woods that's fine Like I don't have to Have to use that woods Yeah. But the plants that live there Can use it and the animals that live there That's fine
1: well, it's important to know because we live in a very me-oriented society, right? Not just yeah, yeah. in a uh, not just in a cultural kind of way, but a faith kind of way. I mean, Christianity, at least in America, is very much about me, me, me. What can I get out of this? Most of our worship songs are about what God's doing for me, not what I'm doing for Him. You know, and it makes you wonder sometimes, like, who am I worshiping again? So, like, <laughs> right. there's there's plenty there that Like Whether it's spirituality or physicality, our minds are always on us. So rather than see a tree and think to ourselves, ah, that tree only exists so that I can knock it down and make some paper, we can look at the tree and be like, this tree exists for godly reasons, whether it be for its own beauty or because God takes joy in it or because God likes trees and likes to create and it's going to live a long life until it crumbles and falls and destroys my house so like there's other ways to to digest the world around you it's not always about you you know which i <laughs> sounds yeah. like we're lecturing children at this point but <laughs> seems like
0: well and in some way we all kind of are and like even if it is like a child's lecture it doesn't hurt to reinforce it a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay yeah, I was just thinking about how, um, like, like in Norway, they use, like, they farm on the side of mountains, but they don't cut down all of the forest. But I was telling somebody this one time, and they were fascinated by it. They're like, oh, let's just cut down the forest and build, like, like farms here, because it's amazing. Because literally, they have, like, it's on the side of a mountain, and they'll have, like, little tractors, just, like, almost 90 degree angles. And I'm just like, well, don't, we don't have to put farms there. Like there are forests there. And they're like, well, you could just put a forest somewhere else. I'm like, you can't though. (laughs) So it's just one of those things where
1: just take it to the desert. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like
0: a tree is not just a tree. It's, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening there. You can't just like go replant it and say it's fine. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So just thinking outside ourselves is very important. Um, I think we as because we live in a society um we like there are some parts of it where globally where it's less individualistic, but like the Western world overall is very much like, what can I do what how do I benefit? how can I push myself forward like what is this doing for me? absolutely,
1: yeah, I mean that's kind of the whole point of capitalism, right is everything serves a purpose to increase the gains of.
0: Right. Whatever it is. I and as we so. both know, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, so let's just ignore that forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's our new tagline right there. The air environment, <laughs> ignoring atrocities forever. No. <laughs> that one's not going to oh, work. Oh, that
0: honestly. is a tagline. Uh, no one would listen to our podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't listen
1: to our podcast. So... so I.
0: Yeah, I usually have, like, a major point to land on, but I honestly just <laughs> wanted to have a conversation about this. Uh, but it did need a little bit of background before we actually got to it. Um, yeah. Because important. this is an important thing, and we need to discuss, like, how concepts of, like, envir- the environment and ecology relate to us as Christians, because, like, we are human beings, and people can be scientists, but they can also be believers. So we have to just, like, discuss, because... Also, ecosystem services are a hot topic right now, um, especially in places like Africa, where you, they have to they have to learn how to like benefit from the land, but also share it with the creatures that live there. So it is interesting uh, dichotomy that we I just think it's important to know about. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't take care of all that, not only does the rest of the world fall apart because it was treated as gain instead of existing because God loves it. Uh, Right. But eventually we fall apart too, you know, like the like just as much as we're always talking about save the bees, you know, it's just like a thought of if we don't do this, we could all be screwed. You know, so like there's there's plenty of understanding. It's not just about us. It's like if we step in and destroy things, that can always have repercussions to Destroy us back. Right. So Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. Well is that our statements for today? You got more you want to go with or
0: uh nope. I'm still trying to figure out why your tree dropped all of its leaves at once. Yes. It is an enigma.
1: Maybe if you're listening right now, you know. Probably not if Erin doesn't. She's she's texted the higher ups in the world.
0: I have put in a formal request with the Woodland Trust, yes, because uh, apparently that part of tree ecology is very complicated and I don't know enough.
1: So, I'm just saying, it was weird. Like, I guess I've just never paid attention before, or trees have become more sentient in the last year. I don't know. But, like, I walked outside in my tree with giant leaves, like the side of my face. That's part of the reason I was noticing it so much. It was just like flimp, 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 just dropping them everywhere. I was like, what are you doing, tree? You look like you're actively deciding to do this. I thought the wind just blew it off. Nope. It was just dropping it.
0: The closest thing that I could find is that trees sometimes react to like a cold snap, but the cold snap was the
1: next day. It was almost as though it knew it was coming. I'm telling you, it's the happening. M Night Shyamalan was right. The trees are going to kill us all because they're talking to each other. And they're going to. They're going to. They're going to. Mark Wahlberg us to death I'm just saying
0: Oh my goodness
1: <laughs> You think about it, it's 2020, anything can happen
0: Yeah, honestly, you know what There could be a dragon outside of my room And I'd be like, sure
1: what? <laughs> What'd you
0: just say? <laughs> I said there could be a dragon, like, outside oh, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fine This yeah. is consistent
1: This is fine <laughs> <laughs> Cool, well uh, uh, Anyway Yeah I guess that Kept brings us on, to the uh, end Jackson of uh, <laughs> another episode <laughs> of the Air Environment. Air Environment is a part of the Jackson Cloud Network, which has podcasts on all kinds of topics, uh, and al- is also an online church. So if you can't go to church, join our Discord app where you can chat with us, get to make some friends, and not just watch and listen, but growing community. Aaron, yes.
0: Also, if anybody has like environmental scientific topic concepts that they want to talk about or they have questions about that they would like us to at, like answer by all means throw stuff in the chat I absolutely will take a look at it and if it's like jamin's tree if I can't answer your questions somebody will so please please like let us know
1: in fact uh, pastor Tyler said he had to go back to work he watched us for a bit because we we uh, are trying to stream some of our podcasts live on Facebook, so go like Jackson Cloud, J-X-N Cloud, and you can watch it there. But he said that he uh, s- said this chat was interesting, and he might post his thoughts on the Discord later. So,
0: Oh, fun. I would love to read them.
1: You can join the rest of that conversation on the Discord, which you can find all the links at jxncloud.com. Okay, well, with that, I guess we're out, to y'all. Stay fresh, fresh now, you hear?